If you have your Bibles, uh, take them out or turn to them to Matthew, uh, not 12, uh, to Matthew chapter 6. So you won't need any of that, Tommy. (laughs) The channel has changed, as they say. Matthew chapter 6, starting in the 19th verse. Jesus says this, Don't store treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there are the desires of your heart. Your eye is a lamp that produces light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. For no one can serve two masters. You will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant, harvest, or store in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them, and aren't you far more valuable to them than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. Don't they work and make their clothing? Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as both. Oops, turned too many pages. That didn't make sense. As they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that they are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow... He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all you need. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. And live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles are enough for today. Uh, Just a simple word. I don't think I need to add much to what Jesus has already said, friends. But our distractions are numerous. And... Even some would say justified, right? They're going to take away my rights. I don't know what I'm going to eat, where I'm going to get my food. But Jesus makes it clear. We keep our eyes on him. 
He'll take care of all those things. And as Brother Ray already said, uh, I'm the chief of sinners when it comes to this stuff. Like, how's this going to happen? When's it going to take place? You know? And in, in times of stress, can I just confess here? I double down. Double down not in prayer, but in control of the very things that he said he would take care of. Maybe you're not like me, and I pray you're not. But he says, last and finally, look, seek first the kingdom of God above all else. And he will give you everything you need. I think it kind of follows in Francis's word to us from 1 Timothy, right? This, this idea and concept that we have been caught into. And, and as we even talked about it earlier, it's not something that is just drastic. It is subtle. The slipping into, well, this has got to be the right thought because I want to take care of my family. I want to take it, right? But all of a sudden, we've, we're, not, we're not just, you know, it's, it's we're immersed. And so we become, just as he says in the scriptures, like those who do not know Jesus, right? We become troubled and wor- worried about how things will be taken care of. And we then begin to violate his very word about how we should live, how we should act, and how we should behave. It's so easy. It is so easy to justify. Like, if, if I don't, you know, right? But we begin to kind of go, whoa. And I, I wonder... I wonder if this this simple word of trust is on the hearts of our minds. Trust him in all things. Right? Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. Yep. Simple little phrase. So, even as we close our time together, I... I just wonder if even now we have an agenda in our mind for the rest of the day, right? We, we have an agenda where we want to be, where we have lunch, all of these things, and none of that stuff is necessarily bad. But it does kind of move God to the outer rim of his ability to penetrate the heart and us to seek the kingdom above all else. And there's no special formula, by the way, if you've not figured that out. <laughs> there's no special formula. It is really simply, oh yeah, I recognize that. Lord, forgive me. Right? And, it, and what I use at the end is, what I've just used as an illustration is, is, is not one to condemn, it really is one to invite, like Jesus. Because we may be missing out on something that we're we're just planning outside of our scope. So I just invite you 
to seek the kingdom. Uh, and as a reminder, every Friday, we, we as a church fast and pray just to simply do that. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else. We join with our uh, conference churches, our other free Methodist churches in southern Michigan, the first Friday of every month to uh, seek a spirit-fueled movement, right? It's the same thing. We desire to see God move amongst us and through us for the greater work that he can do within us. But I'm reminded of the Asbury Chapel speaker who ended the, the university and he said you first have to have the love of Jesus before you can give the love of Jesus you have to be filled up with the love of Jesus to be able to do the remarkable works that Jesus calls us to do and so even after wonderful prayer time I wonder if some of us need to linger <laughs> need a linger a little bit longer and to use some old-fashioned terminology from those of us who are a little bit older than some others. Maybe we need to pray through. Whoa, that's an old term. <laughs> or grab the horns of the altar, right, and pray through. I, mean, I don't know. But as, as we've kind of woven this morning, the Spirit has woven this morning, uh, the reality, the truth is that we, we, have, ob- we have objections to living in some ways, to the fullness of what we already know, to give ourselves over to the greatness of what he wants to do. And that takes, a, that takes a putting ourselves in a different place, in a different posture, that moves us aside. That's the wonderful thing that I continue, that we hear from this university chapel, is Jesus is enough. It's all about Jesus. It's nothing, you know, and it's, it's all about him. So I invite you. Uh, we're going we're gonna to sing uh, as we close. But I invite you, again, to just linger if you so desire, if you believe the Lord is wanting you to do that, um, to linger. Uh, you may have relationships, issues that you know need to be dealt with. The Lord's pinged you, right? So says you have ought, old-fashioned term, you have ought with somebody. Take care of it before you leave. I love Dennis Kinlaw's. If you did not hear uh, or you do not get our emails yet, and I linked Dr. Dennis Kinlaw's recollection of the 1970 uh, revival that happened at Asbury University. Um, We can get that to you. But I love love how he he just wove in that relationships horizontally are are as, as important as relationships vertically. That surrender to the Spirit means that that means surrendering to that grudge, you know, that issue. And he uses a story of some student coming up to him and says, Dr. Kinlaw, I'm a liar. And he says to her, if you did not hear it, then, and he said, I'd never told anybody ever this before. He said, go and, do, uh, go and undo the lies one by one. Right? Undo the lies one by one. Within two weeks, she comes back to Dr. Kinlaw and says, Dr. Kinlaw, and she, when he suggested it, she said, I'm going to die. And he said, no, that's your cure. Oh, my goodness. Right? You think about that. Going to 30, I mean, the number is 34 people. She had, she had to go to 34 people to undo what she had created, these ties. 
And she comes to him and says, I'm free. I'm free. Oh, Lord Jesus, may that be us. May that be us. Let's continue to pray and sing.